I want us to go to the Word of God today, and I want us to open into our Bibles uh, the book of First John, chapter number one. Uh, we'll be reading verse five to seven. We also have the passage of Ephesians, chapter number two, fourteen to twenty-two. But we will read First John one five to seven. And this is what the Bible says. First John 1, verse 5 to 7. I'm reading NIV, my Bible, NIV. And this is what the Bible says. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you, God is light. In him, there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him, yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live by the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. I want us to pray as we start this sermon this time. Our Father and our God, in Jesus' name, we thank you for an opportunity to gather in your presence. As I stand before your people, Lord, to break the bread of life, I pray that your anointing will rest upon me as I communicate your word, and your anointing will rest upon your people as they listen. That, dear God, this word will become a life in our hearts, dear Father, to transform and to change us and to make us the people that you want us to be. Today, Lord, I, I speak your word, I pray, that there shall be deliverance, there shall be salvation, there shall be healing, both of body and mind and soul, and every aspect of our being, as your word comes forth under the anointing of the Spirit, it will accomplish your will and your purpose in the name of Jesus. Lord God, take over Holy Spirit, lead me and guide me, and do that which only you can be able to do. And let all the honor and glory go back to you, for we do pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Today we continue with the subject of fellowship, and my topic today is leading a more satisfying life. Leading a more satisfying life. Friends, there is a higher dimension of living. There is a way that you can live and live a more satisfying life. And today, that's what I want to labor to be able to communicate to us by the grace of God. I want to say this. God exists in Trinity. We have God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And human beings have been created in the image of God, have an innate desire to connect and to experience a dynamic relationship with one another. And this is based on the reality of the Trinity of God. That the Trinity God created humans to exist in a relationship, not in isolation. And just as God exists in eternal relationship as Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, then human beings are created to be able to live 
in fellowship one with another. You see, to experience this fellowship is to know the joy of belonging, the delight of being known and loved, and the opportunity for giving and growing, and the safety of finding a true home. And this need in human being, the need for connection, the need for fellowship, the need for connecting one with another cannot be fulfilled by anything else. It cannot be fulfilled by a good care. It cannot be fulfilled by a lot of money. It cannot be fulfilled by any material things. It cannot be fulfilled even by education. But the need to connect and the need for fellowship can only be fulfilled by fellow human beings. Friends, we are created with this need. The need to connect with one another. The need to fellowship with one another. However, it is not automatic that we are going to connect with one another. Anytime human beings are connecting or they, they, they connect, it is usually challenging. It is problematic. There is a challenge. We cannot connect as God expects us to connect. Why is this so? I want us to look at the, some hindrances to healthy human fellowship. Some hindrances to healthy human fellowship. And number one is that human beings are fallen. One of the greatest hindrances is why human beings are not able to connect as the way God would have designed from the very beginning is because human beings are fallen. The Bible says in Romans 3.23 that for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. You see, man was created good. Man was created perfect. In the beginning, after God created everything, he said that everything is good. And man was created good and perfect to be able to relate with God and to relate with each other. But come to Genesis chapter number 3, and man disobeyed and fell to the deception of Lucifer, the devil. And what happened is that man lost that ability to be able to fellowship with open, in openness. And man started hiding since the Garden of Eden. And man has been hiding up to today. We are still hiding from one another. We are still hiding from each other. It is a nature that we got because we sinned from the beginning. So what happened is that whereas we were supposed to enjoy the fellowship one with another, things have not, are not the same again. Amen? And because of that, you find that people are going to, people are disappointing. People are disappointing. One time or another, somebody will disappoint you. One time or another, you shall disappoint somebody. Not that you desire or you plan to disappoint, but you just find yourself in a situation whereby you disappoint somebody and also you may be disappointed by somebody. When I look into the scriptures, if you look at some few characters in the Bible, if you go back and you look at somebody like Abraham, you remember Abraham and Sarah, one time they were escaping, they were going to Egypt because they were, there was famine in the land of Canaan. So they, they went to Egypt so that they can get some food. When they get to the border of Egypt and Canaan, 
Of course, you have to identify yourself at the border. They, are, they were asked for the passport. They were asked for the COVID test. And whatever they were asked for. But Abraham was asked, who is this? Because he was together with his wife, Sarah. Do you know what Abraham said? Abraham said, this is my sister. Do you know why Abraham said that? He did not say that because of anything. He said that because he wanted to save his life. Because he figured if I say this is my wife, they will kill me and take her. So he said, this is my wife. Now, let me ask you, you ladies, how would you feel if you went with your husband to the border and you are crossing to the next country and there is danger and your husband says, this is my sister? How would you feel? How would you feel? It was not true. He was lying. He was, he was fearful. He disappointed Sarah. The good thing is that he repented later and God came through for him in Jesus' name. Amen? You see, when you have a relationship with the God, when you repent, God restores you. Amen? Do you remember? There are so many examples in the Bible. Do you remember John Mark? John Mark is a guy I like. My son is Mark. I named him after John Mark in the Bible. John Mark, one time, they went for a mission with Paul and Barnabas. In the book of Acts, you can read this. When they went for this mission, they got to a place and it was very hard for John Mark. You know when you go for a mission, there are no blankets sometimes, there are no beds sometimes, there are no, you know, sometimes you have to sleep on the floor, sometimes you have to sleep on a form, you have to, you know, there's, there's, so when John Mark got to a point, it was very difficult for him and John Mark said, he mission Ikai, Mimi, I'm going back home to sleep. And John Mark went home. He went back home. And Paul was so disappointed with John Mark that the next missionary journey, when they were going for the next mission, Paul says, I cannot go with the cowards. I cannot go with the wishy wishy people. And he said, I'm not going with John Mark. And Barnabas tried to negotiate. For, for John Mark, he said, Paul, please, let's take this young man. He will, he will mature with the time. He will mature with the time. But Paul could not take any of this. He said, I cannot go with this young man. He disappointed me. And therefore, he took Silas, and they went with Silas, and Barnabas took uh, John Mark, and they went with John Mark. My point is this. People are disappointing. And you are going to be disappointed by people in life, and you shall disappoint people also in life. Amen? People are not only disappointing, but people are different. We are different. Out of the seven point something billion people in this world, out of the seven point something billion, if we are going to give our thumbprint, you know, our thumbprint, we are going to have seven point something billion different thumbprints. So in the same like manner, we are different. You are not me. I am not you. Even if we are identical twins, we are different. Our personalities, our temperaments are different. We are not the same. What makes you happy may not make me happy. What makes you sad may not make me sad. That is how different we are. I sample the people in the Bible. Apostle Peter. Apostle Peter, hallelujah. How many Peters do you have around here? Do you remember Apostle Peter? Apostle Peter was a wonderful guy. He's a guy who kept on putting his foot in the mouth. You remember him? He spoke sometimes without thinking. You remember him? 
Peter was an amazing guy. He was an enthusiastic guy. He was a guy who would talk and shut everybody down. He was a guy, you know, that was Peter. The guy, one time he called Jesus aside. And he told Jesus, because Jesus had said that he's going to be crucified. And Peter called Jesus aside. And the Bible said he told Jesus, he started rebuking Jesus. I rebuke you in the name of Peter. It shall not happen. And Jesus told Peter, get behind me, Satan. This was Peter. It is Peter who denied Jesus three times. You remember? It is Peter when Jesus was washing the disciples' feet in John chapter number 13. It is Peter who told Jesus, you will not wash my feet. And Jesus told Peter, if I don't wash your feet, you are not going to eat. Let me explain. You know, in the culture of that time, people used to walk, there were no shoes. So people were wearing sandals and there was a lot of dust. And therefore, when you go to somebody's house, there was a slave that used to wash your feet so that you can get into the house because when people were eating, there were no tables and seats. People were reclining. People were sitting down. Have you seen the way people sit down and they put their legs like this? That's how people used to sit while they are eating and the food would be here. So there is no way you would have gone to the house without your feet being washed because of the dust. So here, Jesus set up the disciples. He said they are going to have the meal. They are going to share a meal together. And he ensures there is no slave. So these disciples, I can imagine these men, they are gathered there, 12 of them, and they are looking at one another and they are wondering, So Jesus is watching these guys and watching who is going to, to volunteer themselves. And Jesus volunteers himself and he took the basin, poured water, and washed the disciples' feet. Some of you ask, why don't we wash our feet of one another here? No, 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 no. It was symbolic. That was a different culture. The meaning of this is service. So it is serving one another. It is not literally washing our feet the way we, it is serving one another. But I'm saying Peter was that kind of a character. Paul was another guy. Apostle Paul, we have just seen him here. Apostle Paul was a very firm person. He was a, what can be called a choleric. He was goal-oriented. If he said, we are passing here, even if you think you're not passing, you shall pass there. That was Apostle Paul. He was a guy who was goal-oriented. By the way, when you read the Bible, next to Jesus Christ, Paul is the most important person. Out of the 21 epistles in the New Testament, 13 of them were written by Paul. So I'm saying people have different personalities, but because of those different personalities, sometimes we can corrupt, sometimes we can, we can, there can be a difficulty connecting because of different personalities. Amen? So even you and me, even here, we have different personalities. We are different at the same time, we have different gifts. We have different gifts. Your gift may be the gift of mercy. My gift may be the gift of evangelism. Your gift may, the, may be a gift of serving. My gift may be a gift of something different. So because of the differences in gifts, sometimes we fail to connect. Because what, what makes you to cry may, may not make me to cry. There's some people who are like, let's go to the hospital, let's go and see the sick, let's go to see them in the prison, let's go to see whatever. That is all what, because that is their gifting. The others is, 
Let's bring people together for fellowship. Let's bring together for fellowship. So you, the one who want to bring people together for fellowship and the one who want to go out, they are going to crash. If they are not careful to realize that they are serving the same God. Okay? People have different gifts. And the Bible also says in the book of Acts, uh, the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 12, that a body, the body of Christ is compared to the body of a human being. Okay? You look at my body now. Look at this body here. This is what? This is a hand. This is what? A leg. This is what? And this one? Now, can you compare this guy here and this one? Let's just compare this guy and this structure. Compare this guy and this. Do they compare? Compare this guy and this one. Do they compare? Do you see this guy here? Compare him with this. Do they compare? Listen, listen. All these organs in my body and the parts of my body, they are distinct and different and they serve a particular purpose. But they serve a purpose for the good of the whole. Amen. They coordinate for the good of the whole. So even in the body of Christ, you may be a leg, I may be a heart, you may be an eye, you may be a teeth, a uh -huh, tooth, <laughs> but all those things must work together for the good of the body. Amen? And because of that, sometimes we can crash. So we are saying human relationship and the fellowship one with another, whereas it is a need that is very important, it is not as easy as sometimes as we say. It is challenging to connect with the people because of those differences, because of the different laws and the differences that God has put in us. So the point is, my, my question is this. So with all these differences and with all these weaknesses and with all these things, how can we live in harmony with one another in a healthy fellowship? Number one, we need to be authentic. We need to be authentic. For us to live in harmony, in fellowship with one another, we need to be authentic. We read in First John, if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus' his son purifies us from all sin. If I walk in the light, and you walk in the light. If you walk in God, because God is light, and I walk in God, then we will have fellowship with you. And the blood of Jesus, you purify us from all sins. Amen? So we ought and we need to be authentic if we are going to fellowship with one another. You see, the challenge we have is that we are never taught to be authentic. The only people who are authentic is children when they are very young. Okay? They are very authentic. They ask you questions. And you are embarrassed sometimes. They ask you, Then maybe you are pregnant, you are expectant. And you are telling your young one that watoto wananuluwa kwa soko. And then she's asking you questions and you are like, you don't know how to answer. Because how she's, she's asking you, how is that there's a baby here? Can we remove the baby? Can we play with the baby? Can we, you know, the, the child doesn't know. And she's just authentic. But the point is this, we ought to be authentic if we are going to fellowship one with another. How are you? How are you, my brother? Elder Joe, how are you? You know, even our greetings, 
They are, they are also fake. How are you? Fine. How are you? Fine. Habari ya leo nzuri. You know, it, you see, actually sometimes you wonder, is it a greeting or is it a cliche? Because you, you, it doesn't matter what is happening to you. If somebody salimia you, you say fine. Are you really fine? And that time maybe you don't even have, you have not even taken breakfast. Your children have been chased from school because you have not paid school fees. And then somebody greets you. How are you? Fine. And before you are crying, it is fake. We need to be authentic if you are going to fellowship one with another. Amen. I'm reminded of this man. You may heard of this. This, this gentleman had lost his job. I don't know whether it was as a result of COVID, but he had lost his job. And he stayed for some time without work. And he had some advertisement in the local zoo that there were some opportunities for a job. And he showed up for the job. And when he showed up, the zoo director told him, I'm sorry, my brother. The only job we have is that uh, our gorilla died some few weeks ago. We have not been able to replace that gorilla. Would you mind to work as a gorilla? And the man was like, gorilla, how? He was told, if you don't mind, it is simple. You just wear a gorilla suit. You jump, 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 jump. Do some somersaults. Roar, eat bananas. And then there you go, you are gorilla. And the man figured, ah, only that. How much is the salary? Eh? 100,000. I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. A job is a job. Who cares? A job is a, by the end of the day. The end justifies the means. Nitakuwa na mshahara ya kurisha watoto wangu na kulipa school fees. So the man was told, come. And we shall train you for the job. For some few days he was trained and he got into the spirit. And he wore the, the gorilla suit and he was put in a cage. So after some few weeks, he became very popular. The children were pulling their parents. We can go and see the gorilla. Go and see the gorilla. And the zoo was, and he was bringing a lot of money. Because a lot of children wanted to go and see. He was an amazing gorilla. He would somersault. He would jump from this to that one. He would do this. Gymnastics and people, wow, wow, wow. And he would scream, you know. He's a, man, he's a gorilla man. So one day he was so excited. And he did the swings with a lot of animation. Unfortunately, he fell in the next cage. You know, there were cages, eh? He swung and fell into the next cage. Oh, boom! Guess what was in the next cage? A lion. <laughs> a lion was in the next cage. So the man is there, and here is a lion. And the lion comes close to him. And he could feel the warmth of the lion on his face. And he knew, I am a, I'm dead meat. I am now dead meat. Therefore, he screamed for help. And the lion came closer and whispered to him, shut up, you idiot, or we both lose our job. Because even the lion was also a fake lion. Listen to me. People can be fake. People can be fake in this life. And let me tell you, when you are fake, you can never fellowship with one another. Because one time you shall be discovered. These were two fake. This one is fake and this one is fake. Those of you who work for KWS, I hope what we see there is real. It is not fake. So we are saying, for us to fellowship one with another, we have to be authentic. We have to open up. We have to be real. We have to confess. Amen? You see, as I said earlier, this tendency to, to, to hide is so strong. 
Why? Because we long to be accepted. Nobody wants to be rejected. We want to be accepted. We want to present ourselves the best side of the coin. Those of you who are married, and I know you are here, I'm also married. For the last 19 years I've been married. Hallelujah. Thank God for my wife, she is there. She has shaped me. <laughs> Before you get married, you get this girl, you get this young man, and you present yourself the best side of you. You know the best side of you? The best side of the coin. You never get angry. You are an angel. You never raise your voice. Soft voice. You get late and you never quarrel. It is okay, dear. It is okay, honey. Ha! Ah, my friend, you get married. Hey, when you get married, you remove the veil. Fwap! You put it down. It is because before you are fake, now you have become yourself. My prayer is this. Even when we are relating with one another, let us at least be real. So that you don't get surprises. You know, we are living in the days of makeups. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Makeups. My brother. I don't know where this one came from. At our time, it was not there. Our time, we had lipstick. A lipstick, at least you could see it. Just a lipstick, but you can see. These days, is another layer. I don't know where it came from. It's another layer. Some people put this layer too thick that when the sun comes, it starts coming down. You know, it starts coming down. Please, 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 please. I'm not, I'm not against makeup. But let everything be done in moderation. Otherwise, you may scare somebody. Huh? Of course, I don't want to talk about these makeups because these makeups these days, they are very dangerous. They are makeups for everything. So you know these things? Makeups for everything. Everything. You can, I have no makeup. It's just me. Look at me. I'm just the way I am. It's only me. Hallelujah. But I'm saying, let us be authentic if we are going to connect with one another. Amen? Number two, about fellowship. You know, I like what the Bible says. Let me give you this. John 5, 16, A. Therefore confess your sins to each other and pray, pray for each other so that you may be healed. The Bible is saying confess to each other. Confess to one another so that you may be healed. Authentic fellowship, we are saying, is not superficial. It is genuine. It happens when people get honest about who they are and what is happening in their lives. They share their hearts. They reveal their feelings. They confess their failures. They disclose their doubts. They admit their fears. They acknowledge their weaknesses. And they ask for help and for prayer. Nobody is a superhuman being. We all have weaknesses and we have strength. We need one another to survive. You pray for me. I pray for you. You help me, I help you. We move ahead. Let us be found to be authentic. Number two, service. If there's going to be fellowship, we need to serve one another. Serving others is one of life's most awesome privileges. Somebody said this. I got this quote from John Andrew Holmes. That the entire population of the universe with the one trifling or insignificant exception is composed of others. The entire population is composed of others. It is me and others. 
the seven billion, others, and therefore we need others. We need them. You need me, I need you. Galatians chapter number 5, verse 13. For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters. But don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. We have been called to serve one another in love. And the Bible is saying we have been called to freedom. That takes me to John 8, 32. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. So if Jesus has set you free, then it means you can be able to serve one another. You know one of the greatest hindrances of serving one another is pride. Pride. Me, I. You know that feeling of I'm very important here. Eh? I'm very important. But you see, when you have been set free, when you have received Jesus, Acts chapter number 4 verse 12, there is no other name given under heaven by which we must be saved. It is the name of Jesus. And today this Jesus can save you when you give your life to him. So we are saying service is a must if you are going to fellowship one with another. I mentioned to us about John chapter number 13. When the disciples were with Jesus and they were going to have the last supper and, and the, the Lord's table and the disciples were there wondering where is the servant to wash our feet so that you can eat. And they are hungry. Tumbo zinaguruma. Lakini, kwa sababu ya kiburi, hakuna munge. Peter nasema, mimi, medium kubo hapa. John died ya huyu. Mimi diyo nakuwa kalibu sana na Yesu. You know those guys, you know they had their politics. And James wanasema, James anauliza, you know, and to show how close he was to Jesus. You know, they were quarreling among themselves and they could not serve one another, but Jesus took the opportunity, put water in the basin and washed their feet and told them, I am your teacher and I have done this to you. If you want to be great, then you have to serve others. Serving is powerful. Oh, serving is powerful. Please learn to serve one another. For he who waters others, he shall also be watered. When you serve others, you shall also be served by others. So for there to be fellowship, we have to serve one another. Now number three. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. Ha ha ha. Say forgiveness. You know, forgiveness sounds very sweet, especially when you talk and you teach forgiveness. It sounds very sweet to teach about forgiveness until you have to forgive yourself. Then you realize, ah, this thing is not natural. If there is going to be fellowship between me and you, then forgiveness is a must. It's a prerequisite. It is imperative. It is tantamount. I don't know what, what you say. You must forgive if you are going to serve, if you are going to fellowship one with another. Forgiveness is a must. You know, Peter goes to Jesus in the book of Matthew chapter number 18. And the same Peter, you remember Peter, the talkative guy? And he asked Jesus, 
Matthew 18, 21, 22. Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times, Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but after, up to 70 times seven. And Peter is like, ah, I thought the Lord said seven times. Now you have put in 70 times seven. In other words, Jesus is telling Peter, if you try to count the number of times that you are forgiving somebody, my friend, you'll be wasting your time. Because forgiveness is like breathing. If you try to count the number of times you are breathing, you go crazy. So forgiveness is like breathing. You forgive and forgive and forgive and after you have forgiven, you forgive. That is forgiveness. And if we are going to be in fellowship one with another and true fellowship, then we must forgive. Listen, never reject the opportunity to forgive. Never reject the opportunity to forgive. <laughs> you know, living a life of unforgiveness is like driving a car when the parking brake is on. Those of you who drive, try to drive when the parking brake is on. The car just drags. You are wondering why is not my car moving? That is what unforgiveness does. When you do not forgive, it's like moving when the car is on the parking brake and therefore you drag. You drag because you have not forgiven. So forgiveness is a must if you are going to fellowship one with another. You know when you live a life of unforgiveness, revenge naturally flows. If you do not forgive, revenge will naturally flow. Revenge is deceptive, it looks sweet, but it is truly bitter. But one of the secrets of a long life is to forgive everybody, everything, every night before you go to bed. Make sure before you sleep that you analyze your day from morning to the evening. Forgive everybody before you go to sleep and forgive everything before you go to sleep. And don't wait to feel like forgiving. Forgive because it is an act of the will. Make a decision to forgive. Oh, it is a decision that you make. You may be feeling bad, but you choose to forgive. When they were stoning Stephen, and he was dying there, and they were hitting with the stones, hitting with the stones, hitting the stones, the Bible says he saw the heaven opened, and he saw Jesus sitting on the right hand of God the Father. And he said, Father, forgive them, and he was dying. That is the kind of faith and maturity that you need to get to as believers. Amen. Now, I came with a package here, and uh, this package, how do you love it? How do you like it? How do you like this? I want you to look here. You can take the notes later. Look at this thing here. I, 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 allow me to put on the glove. You know when you have a, a wonderful package like this, you are even very careful the way you unpack it, okay? So you are very careful. Look at this package. Do you like it? The camera person, do you like this? Can you have this on the screen? I, I think I like it. How do you like this thing? Ah, oh, this is me and you. Hallelujah. Do you look good from the outside? Do you like to look good even inside? Portia, let me have this thing on the screen so that we can see it properly. Now, I want to show you what is inside here. I want to show you what is inside here because this thing here, represent me and you. But this is a guy 
who has an issue, but you cannot see. Because the issue is not on the outside, it's on the inside, okay? Now I want to show you what is on the inside of this guy, okay? Let me see, let me see, let me see. I don't know what to start with. Uh, let me see, number one. Oh, this is, this, this, this is what is inside this guy. Huh? This is bitterness. This is what? Bitterness inside a person. In the outside you cannot see, but it is the inside of the How do you like this thing? <sighs> Let me see what else is inside this guy. What is this? What is this? Yeah? This is anger. You know, this guy can tear you apart. This is anger. Look at anger. Do you see the way the anger looks like? Look at the guy outside. He looks good, but the inside there is anger. Let me see. Let me see something else here. This guy, this guy, do you see this guy here? This is inside, this is inside of a person. This guy, you see, this is what? What is this? 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 This is inside of this guy. The guy looks very good outside, but this is unforgiveness inside of a human being. On the outside, looks very good, but in the inside, it looks like that. What do you see? What else is carrying here? This guy. Hey, this guy, what is this now? What is this now? Ah, do you see this? This is inside. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. Let me see what else is here. Just one minute. This one is stinking. This one is stinking. This one is stinking. Just what is this? What is this? What is this? What is this? Now listen. Now, you may look very good outside. I may look very good. I may dress with a very expensive suit. I may dress with the best guys, uh, 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 dress in town. But if I have not forgiven, now that is what is inside of me. And let me tell you, the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. Now, you see, forgiveness is a must. If we are going to be in fellowship, we must forgive one another. Now, somebody said, please do not burn bridges. You will be surprised how many times you have to cross over the same river. Please don't burn bridges. You need that bridge tomorrow to cross over that river. So don't burn bridges. First John 1 9 B. But thanks be to God who forgives all our sins and transgressions. If we confess our sins, He is just and righteous to forgive us all our iniquities. If you, Lord, kept a record of wrongs, who could stand? Psalms 100, Psalm 133. Ephesians 4.31-32 Get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, roaring and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving one another, just as in Christ God forgave you. Let us stand on our feet. Let us stand on our feet. Stand on your feet. Listen to me, friends. You are here today. I don't know you. You may not even know me. But you are here today. And I imagine you may not be in fellowship with other believers. You may 
lose yourself in a cocoon, in your shell, because somebody hurt you. You may have jumped from church A to church B to church C, looking for a perfect church, because people hurt you so bad. And you have not released them for the last two, three years. You are still hurting. And you have come to this church. And after a while, you are hurt again. And you do not understand. And you say that people are bad. Listen to me. You have an opportunity today. You can choose to forgive. You can choose to release. Listen. If you refuse to forgive. If you refuse to release. If you, if you refuse to get into fellowship with the people. This is what the devil is doing. The devil is separating you for slaughter. The devil is separating you to be a prey. He is separating you. And he shall separate you. Separate you. And when you are alone. The Bible says that he is like a roaring lion. Looking for someone to devour. He is going to devour you. And soon this is what will happen. You start having men, you start having uh, uh, complications, you start having hypertension, you start having uh, uh, sleepless nights, you start having, you know, all these complications, including arthritis, because you are so bitter, because people have, have, have offended you and you have chosen to separate from people. But today I want to challenge you. You can choose to release people. You can choose to forgive. You can choose to say enough is enough. Sita beba takataka daniangu tena. Sita beba uchapu daniangu tena. Sita kataa kusamehe watu. Hata wale wali nisamehe. Listen, some of us, we were offended by people and the people are dead and we have never released them. This is the day to release everybody, including that relative of viewers who molested you, who sexually molested, whoever it is, today. Today, it is a day of freedom and change. I want us to enter into a fellowship, one with another, through fellowship, whereby we can be able to confess to one another in love and without fakeness. Worship team. Let's sing this song as we reflect on this message for some few minutes.
Listen to me. I want to pray for you. You are in this congregation. You have followed this message. The Lord has spoken to you. You know your situation. You know your circumstance. You know your condition. You know where you are. You know what you are going through. I want to pray for you. If you are in this congregation and you are hurting because somebody offended you or somebody missed you big time and you have even jumped from church to church because of that offense and you are here today I want you to raise your hand up just raise your hand up it's about you you know yourself I do not know carry your hand up bebo mkono juu kama kuna kitu unajua kwamba kinakuumiza ndani yako mtu alikuuvi mtu akakutukana mtu akatufanyia madhambi na matendo na vitendo ambavyo vimekuudhi mpaka wale na hujakuwa katika ushirika kwa sababu umeogopa umejifungia katika kisaduku chako beba mkono juu just raise your hand up listen this this is a very important altar that i'm making it is about you it is about me you know yourself carry your hand up i want to pray for you i want to pray for you if you're here and you're not born again i also want to pray for you kama haujaokoka i also want to pray for you i can see hands hands let's just raise your hand just raise your hand now those who are raising your hands I also want to ask you to take an action of faith. You are going to walk to the front. I'll pray for you when you are here. As a sign that you are departing from the past and you are entering into the newness of life. Whether it is about forgiveness, whether it is about whatever it is, anything that I've mentioned today and the spirit of God has pointed it in your heart and you know it you yourself. You know it you yourself. Walk to the front here. I'll pray for you when you are standing here. When you're standing here I'll pray for you. It is a, a statement of faith. You are saying I'm departing from the past, I'm entering to the newness of life. I'm going to live a life of fellowship one with another. Sitabeba watu, watu wataniumiza tena, nitawasamehe, nitawaachilia katika jina la Yesu. Walk here, walk here we pray for you. Walk here we pray for you. This is your healing moment. This is your healing moment. one with another Lord I pray for all these individuals who are here you know each and every one of them you know what it is that they are surrendering you they are surrendering to you today and I pray as your servant in the name of Jesus that your power will come upon each and every one of them to help them to release to help them to 
give to help them to do what they must do to reconcile and to walk in liberty and freedom in the name of Jesus. Lord, bring healing today. Healing today. Healing today in their hearts today. Let them walk out of this place free and healed completely by your power. In the name of Jesus, they have made a statement of faith and they have trusted you. Oh God, heal them in Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. Amen. Amen, amen and amen. You, those of you who have come here, God has dealt with your issues. Do not talk about them again. You have left your pardons here and you walk free in Jesus' name. You can take your seats. You can take your seats in Jesus' name. Let's pray together. Oh, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we are very grateful. The Lord, you brought us to your house today and you have ministered to us since we got into this sanctuary, dear God. You have spoken to us differently, dear Father. Your power has been manifested in our lives. And I thank you, the Lord. Your presence is so real in our midst, oh God. And I declare in Jesus' name that our lives will never be the same again. Oh Lord God, in the name of Jesus, I release the grace upon each and every listener here. The grace to forgive, the grace to release. You appropriate the grace to be able to be quick to forgive and even slow to anger. I pray that our speech will be seasoned with salt. Lord, it shall be a blessing to one another. Lord, I bless your people today. I pray that God, your favor be upon them. In the name of Jesus. Lord, even as we finish this part of the service, let all the glory and praise go back to you. We honor you, we worship and we praise you. For we do pray in Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. amen. Let's share in the words of grace. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. God bless you so very much.